What is up, you guys? It is Elena. And Mia here. And welcome to our very first episode of the Real Talk Junkies podcast. We're super excited to be filming today. Um, We picked out a couple of spooky and scary stories for Halloween, which is coming up pretty fast. Um, We decided to go with some more real life stories rather than fake ones, just because it, it, you know, puts you on edge. Real life is always better than fictional exactly that's that's what i think um so we just picked out a couple stories and we have a couple that we might add at the end of our own um but the first one that we picked out is called i lived in a haunted house for four years and it was hell i grew up in southern pennsylvania not far from gettysburg when i was eight years old my parents decided to build a house on vacant property surrounded by fields and it was beautiful I lived with both of my parents and my two older brothers who were 15 and 17 at the time. Though I grew up in the area, we only stayed in this house for four years. My first night there was not what I expected it to be. I was laying in my bed and just had closed my eyes. Then I hear a voice that sounded like a soft whisper about six inches from my face say help over and over just repeating the same word until I fell asleep. I tried my best to forget about it because I was, I thought there was no way the house could be haunted. It was brand new. How do you fall asleep to that? (gasps) Like if you hear that over and over, how are you just falling? First off, I'd be like, mom, dad, literally like what kind of mom instincts do you not have in your body? Just to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to sleep to this person saying help. Uh, Yeah. No, 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 no. I no, Yeah. No. Okay. Um, I would not be able to fall asleep. No, no. Um, Okay. About a month goes by and I'm sitting on my bed doing what I used to love doing most, which was read. I glanced up and looked out my door uh, because I saw something out of the corner of my eye. At that moment, I had officially seen a full body apparition of what appeared to be a soldier from the 1800s, but he didn't see me. He was just walking by my room very slowly. I still remember every detail of his appearance 20 years later. Oh, my gosh. I feel like, like, if she remembers, like, how he looks, like, that's just crazy. Like Obviously, it had that much. Yeah. I can just picture it, like, men in general are sometimes scary. Like, imagine being young and having, like, a Uh, full-grown soldier guy walking past your room. No. Um, He was covered in blood and looked like he had been shot or stabbed. This lasted for about five seconds. Five seconds and it made that much of an impression. Um, Still being creeped out, my curiosity for the best of me, and that made no sense. And I walked out of the room. That's how people die in horror movies. (laughs) Searched all over the house, but found nothing unusual. No, today I was at work and something, um, like crashed behind me and I was the only one there and I was like uh-uh That's, I ain't going to the back turn around I was like you don't you pretend you didn't hear it no I was like until someone else gets here nothing's happening <laughs> they can go look at it no, yeah thank you no no um okay about a week or two goes by and I'm in my bed trying to fall asleep yet again only to be disturbed before I even had the chance to close my eyes by this voice that was very deep and masculine I couldn't understand a word it was saying because it was speaking in a different language. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, no. I will say, um, I just, so I just moved into a new apartment, little background, and I was on FaceTime with my mom the other day, and she, like, I FaceTimed her twice, and both times I FaceTimed her, she swore she heard a little girl. <laughs> so. Uh, why are you telling me this now? 
to oh make God. the stories better, more real. Show Why that did it you not tell me? No. Okay. No. Um. Oh God. <laughs> How am I gonna continue? You're welcome. Okay. Um. It sounded annoyed and angry. It happened every night at the exact same time for two weeks before it suddenly stopped. After that night, I had a night terror. I am absolutely terrified of spiders. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, God. No, 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 no. Okay. Oh, I don't want to read this. This is horrible. Um, I had woken up in the middle of the night, and I could see what looked like a tarantula crawling on, on me in my bed. I swear it was there. I definitely saw it. I was panicking. My dad came in the room to check on me, found out everything was okay. Before I could fall asleep, I heard what sounded like two men laughing right next to my bed. Okay, minus the laughing, I will say, like, have you ever woke up in the middle of the night and, like, seen shadows and you're, like, like, right when you wake up, you know? And you're just like, what the fuck? I have, like, so I have a mirror in front of my bed and then I have those hangers and I always have my towels there. Mm -hmm. And I I look up and I'm like, oh my god, what is that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, like, freak myself out way too much in the middle of the night. Yeah, no. Um... At this point, I was getting used to weird stuff happening. Um, One summer, I stayed up late every night so I could watch Hannah Montana at midnight. Oh my gosh, yes. Relatable. (laughs) One night, when the clock struck midnight. What the heck? Oh, I heard my back door downstairs open. Then I would hear a woman say my name as if she was calling for me. I'd hear the door shut, followed by footsteps. Then there would be silence. It happened every night for almost two months. Why the heck is there so many different people in this house? There's I know. Soldiers, more than like, one Like, me, Tarantulas, like, Part ladies. of me wants to just look up more about, like, that area where she lives. Because there's so many, like, I look Maybe it's like these... a portal, you know? Look, like, have I... you heard of those? No. Like, places that are portals for, like, people to, like, come from... I don't even know how to explain it. Basically, like, dead people to come to, like, the real world or whatever mm-hmm. and be able... I don't even know. It's creepy. Yeah. Um. So, uh, she says, um, it didn't even bother me at that point. I knew it was my mother because she worked 12-hour night shifts at the hospital almost every night. There were no other females around. But one night, it stopped altogether. I was up at midnight, and nobody had called my name. I went to sleep, and everything felt peaceful. I woke up to the sound of someone knocking on my bedroom door. I looked at the clock on my cable box. It was 3 a.m. I assumed it was one of my brothers and told them to go away, but then the doorknob started turning. But it wouldn't open because the door was locked. I have always slept with my bedroom door open. Always. And I definitely wasn't the one who locked it. Oh, no. oh my gosh. Oh no, Elisa. <laughs> I don't appreciate that. Yeah, no. I'm the type of person that like always sleeps with my door locked. By the way, you... my door does not have a lock anymore. Don't appreciate that. Um yeah, no. At least you live here. <laughs> but um let's see. A few minutes later, I hear what sounds like scratching at the door. I think to myself, what the heck? Is it my cat? <laughs> but do then I have, the do knocking, I have a cat? <laughs> but then the knocking, scratching, and turning of the handle started happening at the exact same time. <laughs> no way in heck my cat would do all three at <laughs> once, let alone the knocking and turning my doorknob. 
Like, no, I have a cat. My cat, like, might scratch at the door, but, like, you ain't gonna see her just, like, yeah. pouncing up there, you know? Um, Cece's too fat to get up to the door. Hey, she's not that fat. <laughs> Stop with the cat slander. My bad. Um, no body shaming. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, she says it would open for about 30 seconds, then it would stop. Um, it happened at least five times. Sometimes the knocking would be so hard it sounded like pounding, and my whole door was shaking. Whatever was on the other side of that door really wanted to come in. It got so bad, it woke my dad up. He heard all of the commotion, and as soon as he opened his bedroom door, it all stopped instantly. Oh my gosh. He called out to me, but I was too afraid to say anything. He went back into his room and closed the door, but the he, same thing. He scenario- really cares about his kid. <laughs> I was <laughs> freaking out. Surely. Oh, oh, she didn't answer. It's my dad would be investigating everything. He's like, he would be like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Yeah. He'd go outside. He'd, he'd <laughs> like, oh yeah, he'd be doing some crazy stuff. My dad would probably just go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um,. She said, my dad made me sleep in his room. We never spoke about it ever. Things seemed to be fine for a while. Then whatever was in my house struck again. My brother had got up to go to the bathroom. He turned the hallway light on, noticed my bedroom door was closed as it was across the hall from the bathroom. He comes out of the bathroom and the hallway light is off and my bedroom door was wide open. He looked inside my room and saw me still sleeping. Everyone else in the house was sleeping. He woke my dad and my brother and told them what had happened, and they searched the house for a possible intruder, but found nothing. More months go by, and we're all awoken by our smoke detector going off in the middle of the night. We all go downstairs in a panic just to find out that our stove was on. Full blast. Big-ass flame on top of the stove in the middle of the night. This ghost means war. (laughs) She goes, what the heck? Um... One day, it was just my father and I. My mom was at work at us- as usual. My oldest brother was at work, and my other brother was at baseball practice. I'm downstairs, but I hear what sounded like somebody running upstairs. Forgetting that both of my brothers aren't home, I go up the stairs and see someone run into my brother's room and slam the door. No. It was loud. This isn't funny because... No, when- because a lot of things scare me, but when I hear footsteps coming at me really fucking fast, you'll see me jump under that blanket. Oh, no. I've never had that happen, but um, the other day I was working... And I was telling someone about this. I was I was working with one other girl, and I went to go clean one of the beds, and I was like, oh, I'll just stop in the back room to talk to her, because I saw stuff moving around, like washing machines, a vacuum, every, I saw stuff just moving around. Went back in there to go talk to her. She wasn't in there. Oh. And I was like, oh, no, no, Heck no. Yeah, that's like the one thing that if I'm watching a scary movie, and I just hear, like, if it's just like a dark hallway or whatever, and I hear running, I immediately just under the blankets. I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, I can't watch. Because <laughs> like, then you know no. it's coming and you, like, yeah. can't do anything oh, about it. So you're, you're like, like <gasps> okay, you just gotta wait for it to happen. Yeah. You just have to stick. Instant heart attack. Yeah. Um, she said, it was loud. I thought for sure it was my brother, and I wanted to go in there and see what he was up to and why he would be running around like that. I opened the door, and nobody was there. I watched the door close right in front of me. I felt sick to my stomach just standing there realizing the only other person that was home with me was my father who was in the shower. I understand that feeling because that's how I felt whenever we were at that haunted, um, like, I think it ended up being, it it was a nursing home, but it was also, um, like, a 
mentally ill, like a hospital for mentally ill. And that thing that happened, I was like, oh no. Where you went with Desiree? Yes. Oh my gosh, I was so ashamed. That was, I'm so I was, I would have my pants, so but I'm so scared. jealous. I'll tell you guys about that story later because it's, it's interesting. I think we should do like a whole episode just dedicated to like scary experiences that we personally have had. Yeah. Um, because there, there would be a lot of them. Yeah. And we could have some guests. Oh yes. Oh yes. We could have some guests. Um, let's see. All right. So, this is what she says next. Um, I continue to see weird crap all the time. One day in the middle in the middle of the day, I saw my German shepherd run upstairs full blast as if she was chasing something, but I didn't see what she was chasing. Whatever it was, went under the bed, and she was viciously growling at it. I thought it was my cat until I saw him sitting on top of the bed who appeared to be sleeping until we bursted in. Now, I've never had a dog, but anytime anyone brings up dogs like growling and stuff like that when like they see stuff i'm like no no yeah or like you know i trust like, that there will be like a dog staring into a dark hallway just growling at nothing that's a ghost <laughs> i've never seen that and i never want to see that that no that would freak me out way too much i would move yeah no yeah i know i paid my down payment and my all that but keep it i'm gone oh no yeah okay um Uh, she says next, I remember one day I was walking down the basement stairs. When I got to the bottom of the stairs, I saw what looked like another apparition. Except the apparition looked exactly like my oldest brother, but it also didn't look human. It was almost white and blue, and his eyes were pure black. When he saw me, his eyes got really big, and he looked terrified and ran away and went into the crawl space. <laughs> she says, I ran my ass upstairs to... <laughs> To find out that my brother wasn't even home. At least she didn't run towards it this time. <laughs> she's learning. Yeah, she's... She, it's... It's progress, yeah, you know? Yeah, she's getting there. Yeah. Okay, so she said, I never went back down there after that. A few months later, I was with the same brother, and we were in the living room watching George Lopez late at night. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can just three in here. All right. Um, I'm into the show, but he muted the TV. He looked at me and said, did you hear that? I told him, no, I didn't hear anything. We sat still for a minute. Then I heard it together. We both heard footsteps coming up the basement stairs. My brother grabbed a baseball bat and we went to the basement to investigate, but to no avail. The rest of our family was sleeping upstairs. The next night, my mom was up late at night, sitting at the dining room table, doing whatever it was that she was doing. Around 3 oh no, <gasps> around 3 a.m., the shelf in the dining room wall flew off the wall and put a hole in the wall that was adjacent to it. Oh, my gosh. We looked at the nails in the wall that held up the shelf, and they were still perfectly straight. How does that happen? Dude, that's not like it just fell off the shelf. It put a hole in the wall across from it. That, and, that and like the nails. <laughs> The nails in the wall would be like, what? That makes no sense to me. Oh, no, no. Oh, gosh. Okay, so she ends it by saying, We moved out of the house when I was 12. This is all before she's 12. Oh, my gosh. She's traumatized. Yeah. Um, I still experience paranormal things, but not anything that comes close to what we dealt with in that house. I believe that there were a lot of spirits there, and I'd love to know about what happened there previously to cause so much activity. 
We were a regular church-going family, so I'm sure if there were anything demonic there, it just piss it, pisses it off even more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, but what do you think it could have been? Ghosts, demons, poltergeists, all of the above? What's your story? <sighs> I honestly just don't really... Like, I understand the difference between them all, but I also don't. Like, like a poltergeist, isn't that just kind of like a ghost that attaches itself to a certain item? Oh yeah, I think so. I don't I don't know a lot about it. I feel like yeah, I feel like that's true. I feel like so that would yeah, because Annabelle, right, that movie is based off of or is it or do they say it's like a demon when they do that? I don't, I don't know, know because I think they said like a demon took over the doll, but do, is it at that point when it becomes like a poltergeist? See, I just don't understand mm-hmm. like all of it together, you know? It so. just, it doesn't make sense Whatever to me. it is, it's creepy as hell, and I don't want I, it in my house, so. <laughs> yeah. Sorry you had no to experience that for four years, but that's four years longer than I would have made yeah. it. All right, so this next one is about um, the usage of Ouija boards. I want to know your guys' opinions on those, because uh-uh. I know that um, I'm I, not going anywhere near I ain't one. messing with that. If my grandma tells me not to mess with something, I, I'm i Grammys know what they're talking about, okay? <laughs> they know. They're never going to lead oh, you wrong. And Shelby, like, they've been through it. Shelby has had two Ouija boards, I think. I think two, and, like, she messes with them. Anytime she has them out, I'm like, uh-uh, I'm leaving. No, I'm going home. I would, sorry, Shelby, we're no longer friends if you watch this. <laughs> my apologies get your life together and then we'll be friends again okay <laughs> but this one's called a ouija board experience one night me and my coworkers decided to play with a ouija board outside of work we talked to the girl uh, a girl named quinn who said she was a demon uh-uh that's when you stop right there <laughs> you don't keep going after they say they're a demon because those are the ones that will try to possess you uh-uh. she seemed pretty cool towards a demon cool okay different till the end of talking to her we decided we needed to head home because it was like 2 a.m but she wouldn't let us say goodbye until we promised that if we ever used the ouija board again that we would talk to her she lonely yeah she had no (laughs) friends she a demon about a week later the place where we worked caught on fire so a few days after that we go to the lake and use the ouija board again and ask for quinn we asked if she started the fire, and she told us that she did. <laughs> yeah, but we... She said, yeah. She seems like a lovely person, honestly. Mm-hmm. Quinn, if you're hearing this, okay, we love you, and don't twist. burn my... Plot twist. Yes. Um, then it seemed like Quinn got scared or overpowered because the board started shaking and acting up, spelled Zozo, Z-O-Z-O, and started counting backwards. Why did the cat move when you said that? I don't like that. I don't know... I don't know, but I know, like... I, I don't know. I don't even want to talk about... Nope. <laughs> I don't remember if counting backwards... I don't remember if you're supposed to stop it if it gets... Before it, like, finishes. I don't know. Or if that's something anything. you do to say goodbye. I don't know either, because I'm too terrified. I know. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm if you guys to... have messed with that stuff and you want to let us know, I guess, I guess you can, but yes. I'm just too scared to even hear it because I'm like, Educate oh, no. us because we're not going to educate ourselves. Yeah, no. We quickly said goodbye and, start, and moved the um, planchette to goodbye. About two weeks later, I was driving to my friend's house. I should mention that uh, the friend was a girl I was seeing at the time, and she was cheating and using me. (laughs) I did not know this at the time. Well, I sure hope not. (laughs) I guess Quinn knew because she seemed mad. Hot twist. (laughs) Protecting and jealous when me and my friends mentioned the girl's name the first time we used the uh, board. 
So on my way to her house, I hydroplaned and flipped my, my truck. truck. Oh my yes. gosh. Isn't that crazy? Like part of me is Queen, like. Queen, you better have freaking car insurance paying for that crap. <laughs> <laughs> I have to add the Ouija board um, is in the truck. No. Was, was Why would you keep truck? that with you? Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. So why didn't you burn it? She said she burnt down your work and you still have that thing? No, no, no. Some people driving down the road stopped to help get the door open, and I climbed up and out. When the cops arrived, they made sure I was okay, and they uh, had to write me a ticket uh, just because of the accident. I don't have the ticket anymore because this happened about four years ago, but the address uh, site of the accident was Route 666, Virginia. Mm. Mm. So I just, I just want to say that I really, I don't know much about Ouija boards because I, I really just, I don't ever want to mess with that. <laughs> but the fact that, like, like that's scary. They're, like, she wouldn't let them stop doing whatever. Yeah. You know? And I do know, like, I, from what little bit I do know, I do believe, like, counting of backwards of the numbers is a common thing. I do really think that it's, like, a bad sign. Like, I think if that happens, you are supposed to say goodbye or something. And then I do know that you're supposed to say goodbye after every time you use this is, it. This is freaking me out. Yeah. Okay, I don't we're we're we going to go to the next. I know. <laughs> Just speaking about it, I'm like, no. All right. No, I'm no. going to let Mia take over the next one, which this one is like, I wouldn't necessarily say like as oh, scary uh, as the first two. This is more just about like aliens. Yes, which... aliens, UFOs. So what we were talking about earlier before we decided to film was that we have a couple buddies who went on a drive one night. Say they had um, a pretty interesting experience, um, a sighting of a UFO. Um, I No drug paraphernalia yeah, involved. Yeah, no. Um, they're the type of people that I would... I, I'm pretty, like, trustworthy with. I don't feel and like I they feel would like make... if somebody told them that, they'd just be like, you're making it up. They, and that's... And I'm saying, because when we told them about... When we told one of them about, um, like, the reading stuff, like, they were a little bit hesitant at first. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, that kind of goes to show that... I, I just believe... I kind of believe what they're saying. As crazy as it sounded, I'm like, I mean, it's... I mean, we'd be closed-minded yeah. to be like... And I'm not There's a very nothing. skeptical person. Like, I'm pretty open to a lot of stuff. So, I yeah. definitely... And I personally think I saw a UFO at one point, so... Yeah. Well, you'll have to tell us about that after this. Um, all right. So, this is titled, What Are Your UFO Experiences? All right. So, this is the story. <clears throat> on October 1st, 2006, I was a state corrections officer on duty on mobile patrol on the perimeter of RCC, Roswell Correctional Center, a state prison located 25 miles south of the town of Roswell, New Mexico. At 11.15 p.m., I was parked in a pickup truck behind the prison chapel. A popping noise occurred accompanied by an electrical crackling. Um, Rectangular white lights appeared in the sky, one after another, traveling from right to left. Then they went into a circular pattern, rotating towards me. The lights began traveling again, this time from my left to my right. Wait, didn't he say, didn't he already say, I don't know. Anyways, doesn't matter. Um, the lights um, traveled from my left to my right. It was then that a large saucer, uh, I hate, I hate It was so that. mesmerizing, yeah. he had to say it twice. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Shaped craft came into view. These white rectangular lights 
were the windows located on the side of the UFO. The craft was a dull gray in color, and I estimated it to be 650 feet across. That's very... <laughs> That's very precise. That's very, like... So this person, like, explaining his job and, kind of, like, kind of, like, where he works and, like, the detail on this, I'm like, wow, okay, okay. Well, and, like, um, Roswell is, like, a very common place for, like, all the alien really? stuff. Yeah. yeah, I don't... I haven't looked too much into that. Like, when I heard that story from our buddies, I was kind of like, that's what made me more is interested. Is that where Area 51... Where is Area 51 at? Is that there? I don't think it is. I think that's... Why am I our common Our common knowledge on aliens is about as limited as the Ouija board. Yeah, pretty much. Um, anyways, uh, after it uh, completed the circular rotation, it passed by me on a slow glide path. After the initial... Initial... <laughs> Oh wait! <laughs> I thought this. I thought he misspelled it and said pooping. What? <laughs> okay. After the initial popping and crackling when it first made entry into our existence, the craft became completely silent. It Imagine moved- seeing an alien poop, though. Would that not be the best <laughs> story ever to tell people? Oh gosh! And how poop do they like, poop? Be like, what? Why? Why would I want to know that? Do aliens poop? I want to know. Okay, continue. <laughs> so many questions. So many. Um, it moved smoothly and quietly as it passed by me for the second time. Now moving in the opposite direction, the saucer began to cloak. So this is really interesting. I'm like reading this, and like he has so many like his specific words capitalized. So like craft is capitalized, um, cloak is capitalized, and like saucer is capitalized. I'm like, hmm, that's kind of interesting. Um, so I wonder if he, like, researches, like, this stuff. Yeah. Um, it was on a slow glide path heading in the direction of the town of Roswell while it began to cloak. I could see the lights from the town of Roswell some 25 miles away on the horizon. The structure of the craft became invisible. The only thing that I could still see at this point was the interior white light shining through those windows. Then the lights went out, not all at once, but in two motions. First, dimming to half intensity, then going out completely. I feel like anytime I think of, like, an invisible motorized vehicle, I don't know, they probably don't have motors in <laughs> outer space, but I always think of Ron Weasley's dad's car from Harry Potter, just, like, cloaking in midair as they're going to Hogwarts, but continue. Uh, Maybe it was them that they oh saw. Goodness. Yeah. Could be. You never know. Um... Let's see. At that point, the craft was completely invisible. I sat there for a few more minutes just in case anything else happened. I didn't want to miss it. I wouldn't either. Nothing else occurred. I drove from where I was parked to beside the prison's master control center. I parked in a well-lit spot there. I grabbed a blank log sheet and wrote down a description of what had just occurred while it was still fresh. I kept that log for myself and I didn't tell anyone about my sighting. Other than my life, my wife and my <laughs> who is your life who's my husband. life um oh yeah pretty much um and one close friend then after five years i gave an interview to lena moulton how i don't know that might be wrong this interview aired on the national radio show coast to coast am hosted by george nuri on december 22nd 2011 um and it pretty much just ends there um one of the comments on this said that they saw something 
very similar on a beach. I guess this was this is pretty current actually. This is this year. Um, but she describes it as being close to like the same thing. See, like the one I saw it was like pretty it wasn't like light, but it wasn't dark yet. It was kinda like how it gets at night right now. Mm-hmm. You know, being like fall at six thirty ish, like yeah. kinda dark. And I didn't see like any lights or anything, but I just saw a shaped object in the sky and it was moving and it like wasn't an airplane. And like you could see it clear enough to know that it wasn't a plane or a helicopter. Like it was pretty freaking round. Like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. So that was kind of just like a big thing that I was like, ah. I feel like I've never ever experienced like anything near that. Like if I see stuff, like I live right by the airport. You know, so I'm always seeing stuff, like, flying Mm -hmm. around and stuff like that. I'm just like, okay, it's a plane, it's a helicopter, you know, like, we know what it is. Um, Yeah, my friend Maddie is, like, swears up, we saw a UFO. (laughs) Was she with you? Um, It was my other friend Maddie, and yeah, she was, like, mesmerized. She's still, like, super, you know, she'd be like, oh, you remember that one time we saw a UFO? (laughs) We really do need to get um, one of them to come and talk about what they told us because I can't even describe it. They were like talking about when I say it, it sounds stupid. But when they, when they say it, they describe it. Yeah, perfectly they have fine. all the details. They can give you like all of the exactly. Extra. It's just more interesting like that. Yeah. So hopefully, if they agree to it, they'll share the story on here for a little portion of this podcast. You know, this episode maybe. Um. This but, is a judgment-free zone, whether you believe in exactly. aliens or ghosts I, or anything. If you don't, that's okay, because I definitely understand it. I definitely didn't, you know, know where I stood on it until, like, this year. Um, which kind of brings me... Should I tell them the story about the Yeah. The I place? Would, yeah, I would definitely... It's um, very interesting. I was not... I just want to say I was not present for this. Mm-hmm. This was definitely um, my roommate and Mia only adventure, so... Um. So, I, okay, so my boyfriend's mom told me about a place nearby to where we live that was haunted and abandoned, and I'm assuming I just completely blanked out the spot, you know, where she said, oh, it's haunted, you know, I was just like, okay, it's, it's abandoned, I'm going to go there, because if I knew it was haunted, I would not have gone there. Mia's a very paranoid person, and she definitely, like, believes in all this and like her anxiety level would have went through oh, the roof no. if she would have known it I was haunted and plus like I feel like this makes it lo- like so much more legit that we didn't think anything of it until the very last thing happened uh-huh. when we left you know and so we were going in there open-minded just thinking that this place was just abandoned you know there's a bunch of like this place is super interesting there's like abandoned like vending machines surrounding the whole building i mean it's it's just really really interesting wasn't there vehicles outside too? there were really old cars in the back um just really really interesting um so when we got there we really did have limited knowledge we could barely find the place we found it well we were lost after we thought we found the first place but then it ended up being a place that was still occupied and in use. No, so no. we could not go in there. It was a, a nursing home. We couldn't just walk in there. <laughs> so we kept driving down the street. We found it. Um, there were like some vans parked outside. And I was like, I wonder if there are people there. Pulled up and there were no people there. No one was there. Um, and we, the best way to describe it is that um, the house had an open basement level. 
So there were no doors on the basement level. You can get through freely. You know, it's it's kind of like if you have, there are houses that have the garages that um, the cars can drive through, like under the house. I would describe it as that. Obviously, there were like hallways and stairs because it was like two or three stories. I think it was three stories. Um, and it was it was very open, very dark, very just kind of weird. Um, the first thing that we noticed when we got there was there was this black cat that like Des found and she's like it's meowing she's like I wonder if it has babies or something because like it just would not stop following us around I was like you like does it need something black cat okay you know what try not I was like okay it's just a kitty cat (laughs) I love kitty cats but black cat I should you know red flag number one (laughs) um but we were like just petting this cat hanging out with it um the weird thing about it like and I have so many videos of it the weird thing is that the cat meowed constantly from beginning to the very end when we left. That cat was following us around, um, meowing the whole time. It was like a really weird meow, and I was like, okay, like maybe it just doesn't get a lot of people around here, you know? Maybe it just wants some attention. Just very odd. Followed us throughout the entire place. Entire place, whole time. We were there for probably about like an hour, maybe a little bit over. So that was the first thing. So we make our way around the outside of the building first just to kind of see what things are like, see if we hear anyone or anything inside. Um, And I noticed that there's like maybe a house or something like like a mile or so away, not even a mile, like less than a mile, like just down the road. And I was like, okay, it looks like a house. Um, But then I figured out that it's not a house, it's like a vet clinic and they were like closed and no one lived there. It's it's not a house. Just, like, fully closed or just for the day? Closed for the day. There was okay. no one there. And um, I looked it up. We looked at the sign and then looked it up afterwards, and we realized it was a vet clinic. It wasn't a house. Yeah. And we, well, she, she did not hear it. I was outside, and I heard, I think the name was Stella. Um, I heard someone yell, like, Stella, like, like maybe yelling for a dog to come back. And I was or like, oh, okay. Black cat perhaps yeah I know it's like maybe someone's like maybe this is someone's cat or like their dog or something um and they were yelling for the animal whatever it was and I kept hearing it I'm like Des do you hear that and she like has good hearing and she's like no yeah she's colorblind not like yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but I um I kept hearing it and I was like how do you not hear that you know um and she's like, I, I don't know. I, I just don't hear it. So I ignored it. And I was just like, okay, let's just keep going. Go inside the building. And we're on the lower level, really dark. And we're walking around, just kind of getting a feel for the place. Um, the very front entrance is, like, pretty pretty chill. We, we feel really comfortable. We get a little over halfway into the building. And we both start to feel a little bit off. But we're like, okay, whatever. I don't know. Like, we had heard some, like, footsteps. So we thought it was just, like, cats maybe upstairs or something. Um, We heard. At least they weren't running at you. Yes. (laughs) We, so we were like, okay, it's all, like, everything that we heard and saw, we had justifications for. Yeah. Um, Because that's just how. As one would. Exactly. That's just how I go about things. I'm like, okay, there's a reason, logical reason behind this. Um, And. (laughs) 
we both hear a really low growling sound and we're like okay Stella. I think- <laughs> i'm like that doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like an animal though mm. it sound it was really really weird girl skinwalker oh, bro you no. saw a skinwalker <laughs> Stella even, no growling don't even Yes, Skinwalker. No. It wasn't even the cat. The cat was meowing while that was happening. Um, and the cat was with us. But, uh, so basically, we heard that, and Des and I were like, nope, okay, we are going to go up the stairs up to the upper levels because we want to see what it looks like. We're like, okay, I don't really want to deal with that. Let's just go upstairs. This place is super cool looking, lots of greenery, mm-hmm. um, just beautiful. And we go upstairs. And the stairs are really hard to climb up because, I mean, everything's kind of, like, in shambles. I mean, you're walking on basically a slope because there's, like, crumbled bricks, like, on the side. So, like, it's basically, like, a slope. I mean, it's not even stairs anymore. So, we walk up, have to pry the door open because it hasn't been open a lot, I'm I'm assuming. Um, We walk around a little bit. We try to figure out what the place is because we don't have a lot of background information. We look at different rooms. There's filing cabinets. There's more soda machines. Like, when I tell you there was a ton of soda machines, there was, like, hundreds of soda machines throughout the whole building, outside, everything. So, I don't don't know. Um, We get to the top level, finally, and we're looking outside. We're going into all the rooms because they're open and there's greenery everywhere. Super, super cool. And... Well, actually, before we got to the top level that was open, we were in the middle level, and we see this. I'm like, Des, look at that pole. And I'm like, why am I pointing out a pole? Poles are just, like, you see, like, poles on along walls, like, wherever you go. Des did the same thing. She's like, hey, look at that pole. And we both just pointed it out before we went down the hallway. We went to the end of the hallway to see what the rooms were like, um, because we were thinking it was, like, a hospital with patients in it, like, specific Mm -hmm. patients. We go back from the other end of the hallway, come back, and we're like, hey, um, that pole is moving. That's kind of weird. Like, it's it's moving forwards and backwards, not back and forth. Like, forwards and backwards. Like, a, like from away from the wall to the wall. And I'm like, that's really weird. There's no openings in here. Like, it's not windy enough for that to be moving. And we have videos of it. We have videos of it moving. I'm like, why? First of all, why were we looking at – why did we both point out the pole – and why did we both see it moving? Mm-hmm. But then we're like, I just was like, no, it's just the wind, even though there's no wind. So we go upstairs, up level, take some pictures, hang out a little bit, go back downstairs. The cat's following us. Um, and I think Des heard something else that I didn't hear. And so that's where that kind of comes into play. So we leave the building, whatever this place ended up being. Um, and we go outside and we're like, okay, we cracked open a jar of nuts to try and give to the cat because there's no cat food. And we're like, maybe it's hungry. And then it didn't eat it, but, and it just kept meowing at us and it tried to follow us to get into our car. So this is what started everything. We were trying to get into the car and she grabs her keys. Her hands were on her keys. Cause mind she, you, her key fob does not work. It, yeah, you have to stick it into the door to open it. It's not like an electronic um, pre-start type thing, like key, like push start, anything like that. Like, it's old-fashioned. I look at her. She has her keys in her hands. She hasn't touched the door handle or anything. 
the car has been long, long been turned off, you know, no, nothing running. Had she put the key in the door yet? No. Okay. No. Because yeah. at first she thought she did because she was so like, she's like, oh my gosh, I did. But I was like, your key was still in your hand. Yeah. I look up and she's like running away from the door. I'm like, what just happened? I'm like, what are you doing? Our windows, our front windows had both gone down simultaneously at the same time. And again, it's not like she could have pressed a button on her key fob because her key fob absolutely does not work yeah. at all. It, the windows just roll down all at the same time. And at this point, the car is still not even turned on. I'm like, how did that happen? The door hasn't been open. Nothing. Like, I didn't no open the door. No key in the car. Um, and I was like, that's so weird. I was like, Des, like, what if we're haunted or something? Like, what if that place was haunted? And she goes, oh my gosh, I don't even want to get in the car. Um, so it was, it was kind of scary. So we get back in the car eventually. The cat, we're trying to figure out what to do with the cat because the cat just won't stop bothering us. Trying to get in the car, everything. Eventually we leave. Um, and I'm like, Des, I think that place might have been haunted. I think Michelle said something about it. And I just like was disregarding it completely. And she's like, mm, you yeah, probably. And you're like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, but like haunted, I'd be like, no. Like, see, that's crazy. Like, abandoned still almost just as bad as haunted. I'm like, nope, I'm not going to mess with that. Um, but, like, I was scared. I was like, I don't like messing with, like, anything that I think, like, people are like, oh, it's haunted. Because I don't want anything attached to me. Like, I am good. I'm good the way I am right now. Um, so, we get on the road. We're driving back. And we, we've been talking. And we're about five minutes from home. And she starts, I'm talking, and she starts spacing out. I'm like, what is going on? She's like spacing out and she starts driving off the road. She starts like, she's about to hit a post. I'm like, Des, what are you doing? And she's like, oh my God. And she like snapped out of it. She's like, I don't know what just happened. Like I would just gaze, like dozing off. I'm like, obviously people would be like, okay, she's just dozing off. I'm like, how about I drive the rest of the way home? She was like, yeah, that'd be great. I get into her seat and like it is, it, it feels like my side's perfectly fine. I get onto her side, it feels claustrophobic. I feel like I can't breathe and I never feel like cla- I'm not claustrophobic. So I'm like sitting there and I'm like, I can't, I cannot do this. What the and hell? I'm like, I'm bre- I'm trying to breathe in and I'm like, oh my gosh. And I was super scared. So we pull in the driveway. I'm like, okay, Des, we're not going back there. <laughs> we're not messing around with stuff any of that so we talked through it we're like oh my gosh so many things were sus there and we didn't even realize it so I take the night to go back home look up some articles and I find an article on the building and there was like a what do they call it they do like walkthroughs through the house and like I don't know like what showings it was. yeah like um tours. yeah like but like it's specifically only for it was for a group of people who um like, toured it, and were ghost, whatever you call them. Like, paranormal. Paranormal. Hunter people. Yeah. So, they know what they're talking about. So, they, I read the article, they go over eight different patients. Specific patients. Um, one of the patients was um, developmentally um, behind, and he had a habit of making like growling so like growling sounds, um, and he would like mimic like animal noises. And I was like, hmm, 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 maybe that's what I heard. I don't know. And I was like, that's really weird that that lines up. Um, and then someone else was talking about how um, when she was apart from 
the rest of the group, she heard stuff, like, people talking, and the other people wouldn't hear it, and they were right next to them. Like, they were right next to each other. I'm like, um, that's what happened to me with, like, the whole, oh, Stella. I'm like, maybe, that's weird. That's really weird. Um, she went, like, so I went into the, into details on all the patients and stuff like that. Um, they had issues with things being thrown around. Um, they also went at night. We went through the day. Never go back there at night. No, no, no. But it it really was interesting. And it really made me sit there and I'm like, one million views and we'll go at night. No, <laughs> no. Just kidding, just kidding. No, no, no. Um, and then later on I get a Facebook message from the owner's sister. And I'm like, because I'd been asking around. I'm like, okay, what's the history behind this place? There's nowhere that's saying anything clear. I need to know, like, what this place was. Was it a nursing home? Was it not? Like, what was it? She talks about how it was a, she basically said mental hospital. Um, and like then a after, psychiatric facility. Yes. Yes. And that's the better way to put it. She just definitely said that. Um, and then she was like, it was a really popular partying spot in the 90s, which makes sense because we went upstairs and there were like, there was some interesting stuff. Drug paraphernalia. <laughs> and other stuff. And we were like, what is going on? So that might explain like vending machines and stuff like that. It's like a dump place, basically. I mean, they got the cars back there. They got the vending machines. And I'm like, oh my gosh. But she reached out, talked about that. And I was kind of like, I really want to answer and be like, so what do you think about the place itself? Do you think like there is like, obviously I feel like it's undeniable I feel like that really is like that put me into like put me into perspective you know like we had that happen with and I asked my brother my brother is super like analytical and like he like is very like he's like okay maybe I believe in ghosts but I don't know how I feel about like their physical interactions with people and I'm like okay I get that but then I told him about what happened he's like that doesn't make any sense and he's like he's um he's an engineer so, like, he was like, that doesn't really make any sense. And I sat there, and I was like, oh, great. But I, <laughs> Yay. I was like, great. Um, but, yeah, I just think that was crazy. And that really made me sit there, and I was like, hmm, maybe I do kind of believe in that type of stuff. Kind of opened my eyes. Um, yeah, after you guys, like, told me that story, you know, I'm, like, obviously open to all that. And I was at the point where I was like, oh, my gosh, I kind of wish I would have been there. But at the same time, I was like... Yeah, if they did come back haunted, I'm glad uh, I wasn't there. Yeah. It was you guys, sorry if they're going to bust. Part but you guys it. are fine, so yeah. I totally wish I would have gone. I know, and I think she's planning on going back again soon, so that would be really fun to, like, just go back. And now that we know, like, kind of look at things a little bit different. But part of me is, like, like we left there, and we're like, okay, we don't mean any harm. Like, please don't attach to us. We're just trying to be nice. We didn't even realize that this is, like, haunted. I'm like, please don't attach to us or whatever. I'm like, I don't know much about ghosts, but, like, we mean no harm. We we're mean just no harm. A friendly new face. Yes, we're just being friends. Like we can be friends. We can be friendly. But only while we're here. Don't follow me back. Yes. <laughs> like don't make me crash into a fence post. Like yeah. Des. Like I'm. I'm pretty don't sure. Don't make me claustrophobic. In yeah. The it just seat. was weird energy until we got back like really close to the house. Like then it was like it was gone. It was just very weird. And like I read another post where someone said that they felt that energy about 15 minutes into their drive on their way back home. So that's not like a new thing. Yeah. Just crazy. That is really interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, guys, that was us telling spooky stories. Mm -hmm. For Halloween coming up. All those interesting things. Hope we spooked you out a little bit. And hope you guys, if you were skeptical, what do you guys think? You still skeptical? Or are we feeling a little bit more open now? Yeah. Hope you guys that believed it all are a little bit 
worry now. And... <laughs> yeah. And if you want to share any stories, we'd love to hear them. Um, and we would potentially probably share them on our podcast too. Exactly. So. If we get enough of them. So. Exactly. Hope you guys were entertained for this. Hope it made some good background noise, at least if you weren't actually listening. <laughs> and hope you made it all the way through. We would really appreciate it. So if you want to subscribe and follow us, you can go to the website and go through, look at our bios links and, and links, all the good stuff. We will post the Reddit links to these stories if you do want to go through and read them yourself mm-hmm. or share with a friend. So thanks so much for listening. Yep.